Some facts about life never changes. Thousand years ago and thousand years from now. Some characteristics like greed, fear, happiness, joy, overconfidence, jealousy, risk, all the things remain the same, which is fundamental to life. So the book we have today is Same as Ever, written by Morgan Housel, a guide for something that never changes. Hanging by a thread, the life we have or the events or the surroundings we have, if you see politics, economy, market, everything, it is actually hanging by a thread. A small event can break the whole ecosystem, the whole status. It, if you look at it in isolation, if you look at it as a big picture, you will not see it. The small commodity, if you look at all the major events happening in the history, even happening which started world wars or a lot of changes in politics and all, that actually happened by a small incident, like for example, Franklin D. Roosevelt, the gun attacked by one of the person, actually he mistaken the, the fire and Roosevelt became the president. Same like that, in many places, small things grow it into exponential thing and change the status quo. So that is same for your life as well. Small events, even that is negligible or not actually fathomable, will create big impacts. Risk is what you do not see. So risk is something which is left over after we thought of everything. That's how we are very good at predicting the future. We are not we are not very good at predicting the surprises like COVID-19, Great Depression, Pearl Harbor attack. All those things actually happened. Nobody was even expecting. Even the 9-11 attack that morning, the news channel would have told very nice morning, today's temperature, this and that and all. Same thing for every other day. We are not expecting a flu from Wuhan will just change the whole world. It doesn't happen like that. The point is that instead of we, we have to invest in preparedness rather than prediction. That's the best approach. That's something like we have to do same like what California, the city, prepare for earthquake. We have to prepare in that way. Like the same way Bill Gates has prepared when he started Microsoft, he always give the cash for the next 12 months because he's not very much certain what will be the revenue if it, if there is no revenue coming he want to make sure that his employees are getting paid it's expectations and reality so first rule of happiness is to have low expectation if your your rule is to become happy it is actually easy to get it the problem is that when you wish to be happy more than other people that's where all the problem going to start so we are driven by envy rather than greed. Envy is something which is related to other person. Greed is something inside. Actually, envy is more dangerous than us. If you look at another way, if you are living in a rich neighborhood, then that really matters your happiness, even though you are very much rich in other contexts. Actually, happiness is relative. If you are a billionaire in Silicon Valley, it doesn't matter much. If you are a billionaire in a third world country, that really matters. So there is no objective wealth. Everything is relative. So if you think money can buy happiness, it is something like drugs can buy pleasure. It is not sustainable. Like if you look at earlier decades and all, we used to have smaller homes, even for camping was something like a good vacation for the family and all. But now, bigger homes because everyone want to make something bigger than their neighborhoods. 
that's the thing and vacation everyone want to make something which their friends and someone is not doing so expectations and realities that never changes john keynes the famous uh, economist once bought in auction some of the materials of sir isaac newton props of isaac newton and he was astonished that the greatest scientist of ever has been spending most of his time on alchemy sorcery and eternal life and all so if you think it all the materialistic thinkers actually follow isaac newton but what isaac newton was following was something else same like that if you take elon musk what kind of a 32 year old will same time be going to fight against general motors nasa ford and facebook he has to be somewhere abnormal so wild minds people who think about the world in unique ways will also think about the world in unique ways you don't think they are abnormal that is why they are successful wild numbers actually we human beings are very bad in comprehending big and small numbers daniel kahneman so the point is that we do not want accuracy we want certainty if you give the probability of happening something we don't want to appreciate we want that to be certain that's it like same thing happen in every parts of life like for example if you want to understand a person you don't want to keep that very much open you don't want to have that uncertain scenario you want to judge something fast similarly if you someone is going to tell that okay drinking alcohol will become bad for you you are not sure you are not sure when which amount of alcohol will become so you'll go on cigarette same even if someone ask you to put seat belt you are not very much certain that this particular drive will make that accident so you don't you are not going to appreciate that so we do not love accuracy we much appreciate certainty best stories always win not the best idea not the best uh, rational idea or the best idea is usually win the best stories actually if you look at all the histories it is the same so mark twain the famous writer who used to tell that his success as a writer usually used to when he's writing used to check how his family respond when he try to read aloud based on that he just changed some paragraphs and all and his success is telling his writing was same time enjoyable for wilhelm kaiser the second as well as the potter same thing happened to martin luther king his famous speech actually it was not well scripted it was actually scripted but what made him famous what something he just pour it from his heart as a story same thing like for john of kennedy to send a person to the moon he was able to sell that idea that story to the janitor as well as to the engineer same thing to charles darwin many people come before and explain about evolution but darwin was the one person who make it that successful the same with albert einstein so perplexing idea of relativity he make it in such a simple way of thought experiments and paradoxes even though a person who don't know anything about mathematics or physics can understand it same way to the modern year entrepreneurs like elon musk and jeff bezos they were able to sell that vision that story that story about that future in so convincing way that is what making them successful
So, more than a best rational idea or a best idea, the best story always wins. Does not compute. If you look at all the things, especially about marketing and investment, the investment market, people make lot of calculations. But when people think that most of the time it will be true. But the point is that there are some factors which does not compute, especially the human feelings. Because logic is something like an invention of man and most of the time or most probably universe is not listening. The feelings of man, the people personality, their mindset, their feelings, their uncertainty, their emotional disturbances are not getting quantified. So that really matters. That's why, like for example, Lehman Brothers in September 10, 2008, it was one of the best or the most stable financial company, banking company in the world. After 72 hours, that whole thing collapsed and that gave to the great recession and all. So what really changed was the human feelings and human faith. So never-ending chain. We are somehow like a never-ending chain of confusions, messy relationships and all these things. So we are mostly driven by such forces. That's why if you think you can perfectly compute how a market believe, how a politics believe, how a group of people believe you cannot compute actually because that is driven by which is not computable. Calm plants the seeds of crazy. Carl Jung have a famous theory that more of something will create an opposite of something. So for example, take economy. When the economy is stable, people are more optimistic. When people are optimistic, they are going to take debt. When they are going to take debt, people will less purchase and that will become economy unstable. So it is if your if economist is trying to solve the recession, if they don't want to stop the recession, it is actually impossible because the calmness or what is not there, that duality is creating the opposite. The calmness is going to create the craziness. The craziness is going to create the calmness. Too much, too soon, too fast. Warren Buffett famously told that you cannot create a baby in one month by making nine ladies pregnant. Same time, the most important thing in life, like most of the things, you cannot make it fast. It needs some time. Short run will create damage. So growth is actually not a strategy. It is actually a tactic. The most important thing in life, like relationship, love, career, investing, all of the things actually comes with two important things. Patience and scarcity. Patience to grow and scarcity to admire what is growing, what it grew. When the magic happened, one of the most important breakthroughs in the history, especially in the technology and innovation, happened by military. Like if you take, for example, automobiles, aeroplanes, rubber, photography, atom bomb, lot of things, highways, microprocessor, lot of things happen in military. Why? Why military was an engine of innovation is because they have been occasionally dealing with problem that so important, so, so time constrained, so that everything what is considered as obstacles like money, manpower and all such things will take it their backseat. So that's why there when there is that kills procrastination and that kills indecision. That's when the magic happens. So stress 
or anxiety something focuses our attention to something important even thomas edison even have a famous timeline he called that every 10 days a small invention every 30 days a major invention he somehow want to make that time bound thing so that our focus and attention will go on achieving it so magic will happen when there is stress and when there is a time bound overnight tragedies and long term miracles point is that if you are going to make build a trust from a person that require lot of efforts but to break that trust you just need one small incident so good news coming from compounding but bad news it can just happen anything in life like for example to create a human baby it requires billions of steps before and many billions of steps after even after 5 weeks a baby will have a, a brain and a beating heart and all these things and when it is born it will have 100 billion neurons and 250 billion synapses and but to get to be alive to make a live baby outside the world it requires lot of steps but to make that things when one small missteps can get a demise for a podcast so overnight tragedies can happen but long term that is where miracle happen like it requires small small steps and that will grow to a miracle tiny and magnificent when little things compound into great things similar to what we previously talked but if you take it in another way like if you become obese that's not as per 2010 yale study it is not because of you are eating larger meals or something it is because you are eating small snacks too much time same thing to heart attack same thing the fats getting deposited lot of small small things it is not because you are not exercising one day it is because you are not exercising for a long day and you are eating such food for a long time same thing for personal finance if you are making small small purchases which you don't have money you will end up in such problems so the main inability or to understand human being is that we don't understand the exponential function we were very linear in understanding that's why we fail it so the greatest thing or greatest force in the living universe is evolution nothing in science can blow your mind as what evolution has achieved that is actually happening in 3.8 billion years ago very small small steps it has created so that you cannot see it in each individual year or a day but you will be astounded to see how much it has achieved in 3.8 billion years elation and despair so progress require actually optimism and pessimism to coexist if you follow self help books you think that you have to be optimistic always be positive like but pure optimism means everything is great pure pessimism means everything is like trouble or everything is gone like the point is that the middle between that is the sweet spot a rational optimist that's where we have to acknowledge that history is all about setbacks and grow up and all like progress and all that way progress require both of them to exist so you should be somehow like a rational optimist the best financial plan is like save like a pessimist 
and inverse like an octopus casualties of perfection if you look at all the most productive people around it all all other things you will understand that there is some level of inefficiency in all of these people there is a huge advantage of being little imperfect because that actually creates some advantage if you look at all other even in the sports in science or in every sector if you look at albert einstein having the problem in the childhood or some understanding on space and thing and also same thing about mozart charlie munger buffett even it is some level of imperfection in life if you look at the personal life of all these people steve jobs is to call it productive narcissist same like musk same like bezos lot of people have they have their own personal problem if you look at uh, melinda gates and bill gates they were having a perfect couple but they got divorced and all but i'm telling that, that's not the reason the problem is that life is okay to be little imperfection that little imperfection that that little nothingness that because success is something like how much time you are having available to kill even the ford edison and all those legendary billionaires used to have they used to go some time in a in a in a particular year to a forest to have their own times and all even uh, bill gates used to take some two weeks off without anything in his company even though he's a very busy man because he's telling that is some of his most productive time same thing what is happening for this washing uh, plates for jeff bezos same thing for brene brown the author so some level of nothingness actually bring us some eureka moment and some thought experiments on even it is being famously considered that the the creativity is actually enhanced by just walking walking without thinking nothing that actually enhances our creativity that actually creates a void and something to come up it is supposed to be hard the point is that everything that is worth pursuing is actually little hard if everything is simple if you think every if you are efficient actually you are doing it in the wrong way so right way is a hard way so certain level of imperfection especially if you are a manager or something people used to think that just accepting little of nonsense little of imperfection is noble but actually it is just unrealistic is very much difficult for such managers to survive it is supposed to be hard if you are if your life is so easy if your work is so easy that means you are in a comfort zone it is time to look at something else if you are doing something is very easy it is actually not inefficient you are doing it in the wrong way so evolution as we mentioned it is a study of advantages more than survival of the fittest or anything the most competitive advantage people think that okay i will just study or improve or something that i will have an edge on something then i'll stop so i can relax but the point is that the best advantage actually after the pass of time it will become a disadvantage so no advantage is so you have to always keep running keep updating your life If you look at all the big corporations before, like General Motors, Chrysler, AIG, Motorola, Time Warner, Kodak, or Nokia, most of these organizations or companies were so big. You at that particular time, you will think that they are going to stay forever. But if you look at now, Nokia is somewhere. Motorola is not the place we have. 
so no advantage is always stable advantage is change you have to keep running the wonders of future once thomas edison was asked by a reporter do you think that age of invention is going to be ending because we have invented most of the things then edison just look at him and ask no it has not even started yet so then the reporter just ask again so you do you think that you will have more things advances in the future is immediately edison told yes everything what we are creating now that will actually trigger to make something better than later that's what actually edison even did edison did not invented bulb from vacuum he tried to improve the model available to make it better that's what everything like every technology even if you look at the mobile phones what steve jobs have changed the mobile phone industry have totally changed even something what is made for arpanet made for military communication that has changed the whole network of internet that's why me and you are watching this same thing for every small negligible improvement or invention actually compound into the wonders of future harder than it look and not fun as it seems so if you look at most successful people you will think that they have been living the peaceful life and all these things that's why they achieve let's take for example elon musk he told that when if you try to just squeeze me as a sponge you will get lot of pain same with bill gates lot of other people they if you think that is easy walking through the life that's not the reason it is more harder than it seems and lesser fun as you think that's why they achieve that so if you are in a painful journey that is actually required to achieve such a thing so we otherwise people think that they have been chosen and time like for example for sure the timing is important they are part on that particular part of the century to do something but most of the time it is hard work more important than luck for things incentives the most powerful force in the world people actually follow incentives not advice james k the point is that people if you look at all the investment scams and all it happened many times before in the century even now when something is getting exposed you will think that what such a people why why such a people are even after all these lessons they are investing again because of incentives somebody is going to tell that you will get that much of that we become predictably irrational and we just go on even the biggest things everything from wars to recession and all these things happening in the life that is actually driven by incentives incentives for someone the war is incentive for someone else politics is incentive for someone else that actually pass or cross the moral boundaries and people try to defend themselves for their incentives now you get it so unexpected hardships actually make people to think in so strange ways that they will not do it when they are just sleeping with a full stomach like take for example adolf hitler and war world war 1 and all these things the point is that in 1923 germany was having that much inflation it is almost just tripled to many millions or trillion times i believe so that situation of the market 
one person coming adolf hitler is coming and telling something like a promise of a good future people don't have to think much more than that so that's how the people when hardship is there we are able to take risk in such an exponential way which is not possible when we are very much comfortable time horizon people always tell that long term is good short term is bad but actually it is not very much easy as it seems because long run is actually a collection of short run your long term goal is a collection of lot of short term goals so to become long term you have to be little patient and little stubborn otherwise it will not work so the only solution is to just take the small steps in such a way that it will achieve you always have to make sure that that is achieving your long term aspects if you are going to purchase something or if you are going to invest something or take out something whatever in life or career decision or all these things that short decision is actually counting it or stepping the stones for your long term you have to have some level of patience for that long term and some level of stubbornness to make sure that you are sticking to that foundational ideas of your long term thing so trying too hard actually complexity sells better for example if i am trying to explain some aspects in a more complex way two things will happen first thing you will think that i am more knowledgeable person and another way it will try to create some level of mystique around me same thing for if you look at consultants and all they will not tell you easy way of doing things even if you look at a book a book may have 200 or 300 pages but the author is maybe trying to tell sell an idea maybe it is already available in first or two chapters but it is extended to 10 or 12 chapters because that is the only way we will appreciate we will appreciate the length as effort and thoughtfulness so but most fundamental thing for example in life like in finances or in any other things it is actually very simple you can just simplifying it to most one or two points rest is actually just making it some decoration around so simplicity actually feels like an easy walk complexity is a mental marriage we like as human being we like complexities than simplicity so wounds heal scars last there are a lot of incidents happen in the history and people just come back even if you look at hiroshima in japan or even the recent one we have covid 19 we used to come back and everything goes north but the point is that that is not actually like that our wounds from that incidents will heal but the scars will remain so such thing you will assume that what just happened will happen again there is a difference like the silicon valley entrepreneurs who was there in during that dot com crash they think differently the world same way as the people who just started living in silicon valley or working in silicon valley afterwards because that dot com crash has given them some lesson same thing like whoever have been in the covid 19 pandemics and lockdown they will think differently than someone has born after 2000 so wounds heal or wounds from lot of bad situation heal but the scars actually leave on such people so when we are trying to understand the people 
or the people around it that scars is actually going to speak out loud so if you that somehow the conclusion of the book if you found value in the book please feel free to subscribe and follow us also if you like to do similar level of book i have another book in the channel called clear thinking by shane parish so please check it out until we come across with the next book bye thank you bye for now